catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Yes, welcome to Tony's Tech Side. I'm here every weekday from 9 a.m. West African time till midday. We'll learn a tech word. We'll learn a tech word. I said that twice. We'll dig deep into the rubbles of history to find precious jewels of knowledge to launch us into the future. And then we'll share the most important and juiciest tech stories and packs in Africa to keep you informed. You can share your stories with the rest of us on WhatsApp. Yep, you can text or send a voice note on 0913 Please add plus 234 if you're texting from outside Nigeria. So for the past week, I've actually been in Nairobi meeting people, meeting the members of the tech community in Nairobi from fintech to telco to crypto web 3 and the list is endless i also yes i also went on or got on the matatu and the boda boda it was a great experience actually and i say big ups to the east africa com crew and the informer tech crew who actually put together that wonderful event telco media everything in between and on the East African end. And we look forward to November when we will, you know, have like the proper festival, Africa Tech Festival. And we also hope that we will be on ground too to cover that. If you're in Nairobi, say hello. Yes, let me know where you are. And maybe I may just be saying hello to you, like visiting and knocking on you, you know, the door of your office or you know, wherever you are. I was able to go to Daystar University in Nairobi and Jomo Kenyatta University. I almost had to go to USIU too and ECN, but, you know, just wasn't possible because time, time, time. So here we are on the second day of May 2023 streaming live on Africa Tech Radio's website www.africatechradio today in 2011 Osama bin Laden was killed by US commando he was a founder of Al-Qaeda it's a militant group that claimed responsibility for a series of terrorist attacks on US targets on September 11 2001 yeah and then today in 1997 tony blair became the british prime minister and then 18 years of conservative party reign Mm -hmm. many of his early fans were bitterly disappointed when he supported the u.s invasion of iraq or iraq in 2003 and also today the iron curtain begins to crumble as hungary dismantles its border fence this is 1989 by gradually opening its border to austria hungary facilitated the escape of hundreds of east germans in the months before the berlin wall fell yes and also in 1952 the jet age begins with the first shuttle flight of the d Havilland comet one precisely one year after the maiden flight from london to joburg in south africa a comet one crashed due to structural problems killing 43 people a series of similar accidents soon led to the grounding of the entire comet fleet and also today in 1975 david beckham david beckham the english footballer coach and model is actually born on this day and the wife of Charles Darwin, Emma Darwin, was also born in 1808 on this day. And Leonardo da Vinci, the Italian painter, sculptor, and architect, died in 1519 on this day. Well, what's going to happen next? You, you never can tell. Abikinkirexi. I don't know. Who should I call? Maybe Weezy. What word are we 
talking about today what word am i explaining to you helping you better understand it and not playing hide and seek with it it's bug b-u-g bug on september 9th 1947 an error in the u.s naval operated mark ii computer was caused by a moth being trapped between two electrical relays and it created like an error a certain william burke the operator who found it was so amused that he took the moth and placed it in a log book with the annotation first actual case of bug being found well it was actually meant to be a pun like a play on word <laughs> and it's certainly actually not the first time that the word was used to denote errors yeah so it's just one of the first very funny amusing and pun filled way to describe you know one of the first instances of a bug being talked about in computer terms now this logbook rests on display in the national museum of american history of the smithsonian institute with a moth still attached can we maybe that's one of the reasons why we're still having bugs as you know right now it's not clear when the term bug was first used to denote faults in something but we remember that thomas edison the 19th century inventor yes he mentioned it in a certain letter letter to an associate that bugs appear later in the invention process and that more time would be required to fix, you know, prior to commercialization of the particular product. So it means it did not just start in 1947 with the U.S. naval-operated Mark II computer, you know, who which William Burke talked about. No, it started way before. And right now we can't really say, you know, when and how the word was invented or, you know, how it was first used. But in IT right now, a bug refers to an error, any error whatsoever, any fault, any flaw in any computer program or a hardware system. A bug produces unexpected results or causes a system to behave unexpectedly. In short, it is any behavior or result that a program or a system gets that it was not designed to get. That's what a bug. So, so whether whether it's fine or not, as far as it's not what was intended, it's a bug. Simple, right? So it's usually often the goal of any software developer, any designer, you know, to actually produce bug-free work. That's when they tell you this is what it can do. This is what that's what it's gonna do, right? So we will not say, oh, it cooks beans and then it cooks delicious rice. Even if it's delicious rice. <laughs> As far as it did not cook what we wanted to cook, it's still a bug. Exactly. And some bugs may actually cause trivial inconveniences, like really little, little, you know, you can just, you know, look past it. But others can actually, you know, cause big, big problems for both the developers and the people who are working on that thing and even for the users. Most times when you see certain things on your app misbehaving, you're like oh what's this what's this and you report it and you know after a week or after a few days or after a few hours they say oh we've actually corrected this bug that a person found exactly anything whatsoever that can cause any kind of harm is a bug i hope you learned to tech word today and i hope you can use it the right way mm -hmm. that's why we're here thank you very much
Okay, so we start with the news that Flutterwave, Cheaper, Nas Cheaper Cash, and Della, uh, yeah, just three of them actually have, in quotes, lost their horn. Yes, a 2022 African report by CVVC and Standard Bank claims that 50% of Africa's unicorns have lost their status as a privately held startup valued at over $1 billion. So, ordinarily, a unicorn is a privately held or owned startup that is valued at over one billion once you hit the one billion dollar mac man you have that horn a unicorn well flutterwave and dela and cheaper cash were excluded from this list of existing african unicorns however the report said that interswitch ope wave and mnt halana still unicorns in february egyptian fintech company mnt halana attained its unicorn status yes after raising 400 million dollars at a billion dollar valuation the first after a one-year unicorn drought so all through 2022 we did not have any unicorn it was really sad but well here we go again february and they were able to maintain it the report also added that the seychelles headquartered blockchain companies kucoin and scroll are the new unicorns on the continent okay that takes us to what exactly we're talking about today the state of adoption of blockchain on the continent of africa yes you heard me so in just a few minutes we will talk about the state of adoption and we have mr adikwaju who has worked on a blockchain report on the continent and he it's not something they've just done now the africa blockchain institute they've been doing it for i think 2021 till now right so at 10 a.m west african time we'll actually talk to them and you can catch the conversation on our platforms on youtube and on spotify and on google podcast anywhere you get your podcast literally just type in africa tech radio and you will find our latest content the latest being the state of blockchain adoption on the continent of africa yup 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 well those in cameroon are protesting poor network and the telcos have agreed or pledged rather to fix the issues in the first two hours of last tuesday afternoon several cameroon internet users switched their devices to flight mode to protest the poor quality of service offered by mobile network operators in the country especially mtn and orange the protest continued afterwards with the hashtag mode avion 237 mode avion 237 according to reports the operators have been ordered by the cameroonian authorities to immediately address the concerns yep yep and would move swiftly to ai right because it's the buzzword now and everyone is talking about it but someone who really isn't very pleased with ai is a certain ai godfather jeffrey hinton who's warned of dangers as he actually quits google he's widely seen as the godfather of artificial intelligence and he just quit his job wanting that you know the growing dangers from development in the field is something that needs to be looked into he's seven to five and he announced his resignation from google in a statement to the new york times saying he now regretted his work what work well <clears throat> he kind of like pioneered research on deep learning and neural networks which kind of paved the way for the current ai systems that we have now like chat gpt he accepted that his age had played into his 
decision to leave the tech giant. He, he says, I'm seven or five, so it's time to retire. I hope he's not doing this, you know, just to like, you know, scuffle the work here. But he says that there are lots of dangers, you know, of AI chatbots, which are quite scary. And right now, they're not more intelligent than us, as far as I can tell. These are his words. But he thinks that they soon may be much more intelligent than us. Right now, what we're seeing is things like ChatGPT4 eclipsing a person in the amount of general knowledge it has and eclipses them by a long way. In terms of reasoning, it's not as good, but it does already do simple reasoning. And given the rate of progress, we expect things to get better quite fast. So we need to worry about that. End of quote. In the New York Times article, he referred to bad actors who try to use AI for bad things. You can imagine, for example, some bad actor like the Russian president Vladimir Putin decided to give robots the ability to create their own sub goals. Wow. Okay, so I think I'll just have to stop this so I don't scare any other person any further. Yes, I don't scare anybody any further than I've already done right now. And we'll move quickly to something else that's really important which is yes the um, i think we better say okay african blockchain stocks raised 474 million dollars in 2022 according to a certain report by crypto valley vc in association with standard bank and that's the one i just quoted which actually talks about the two companies the KuCoin and the other one who actually just became unicorns right from the blockchain angle and we haven't even started seeing a lot of uptake in terms of blockchain and the technologies around it and we have already seen or witnessed a a unicorn so i think that these new technologies they're important they're good it's beautiful to know that we are talking about these things as they are right like right now in in real time and I think that just like the internet, where everyone was saying, oh, the internet is going to make you brainless. The internet is going to make you to not know anything at all. You know, run away from the internet so that you don't get blah, 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 and whatnot, right? It's the same thing we're going to have with AI and all of the emerging technologies, right? Especially AI technologies, because that one, we don't even know where it's headed, right? But we just know that we would, we still have the powers to curate you know whatever is going to be you know the ai technologies and what is going to the fear is usually that we do not have the power right to curate what it's going to do we're making it intelligent but at the end of the day we made it intelligent so it's kind of like resting on our own intelligence right and no matter how far it is that you think you know we're like really intelligent now we'll always get to that point where we say oh yes we're intelligent yes but people who are coming after us seem like they're a lot more intelligent than (laughs) than people who came before them exactly that's like the most important thing so as much as i fear that we would need to do a lot i think we would need to do a lot when it comes to you know properly curating whatever you put out there it's also important i also have like this feeling like yeah in my heart that you know whatever happens you know man will still triumph now up to 11 million sim cards not biometrically registered in ghana will be blocked by the end of the month this is via a recent warning by the country's national communications authority nca if you know that is actually anything to go by in a recent press briefing the nca director general joey anoke said all sim cards 
would which have not at least gone um, through the first phase of registration that's linkage to the ghana card will be removed from all networks by 31st of may 2023 and according to what i heard about 6 million already have seen some form or some kind of blockade so please if you're in ghana please please and please get your sim card linked you know the issues that people would the issues that we you know we we brought up when we last had a linkedin live event audio event you know about how we're all jumping on all of these things that have to do with you know identity identification ids and digital ids and all they're real but i think when we're on the system it's easier to say okay now since we've already gotten on the system right it's easier to now say oh yes you know we're on the system now now let's find a way around the system Mm -hmm. the final stuff i'll be sharing today would be the guy who tried to get a u.s patent on an ai program yes well the court has said and not just the court up until the supreme court you know it has said that only people can get patents and you know they say that there's a good reason for that which is that the patent grant a temporary monopoly granted by the government and is supposed to be given out only to promote the progress of science and useful arts you know so just like monkeys cannot get a copyright on a photo because it doesn't incentivize the monkey to take more photos software cannot get patents because it doesn't respond to incentives well this has been an issue and this is one of the issues we're going to be treating when we have a press freedom day event on the 11th of may 2023 yes uh, it's it's an endless discussion right and endless negotiations over slices of idea ownership you know might just be a win for the lawyers involved in the negotiations but it's a loss for everyone else according to some quarters it's still a big dilemma whether or not you know softwares can actually have or get their own patents like ai can ai actually say request for a patent saying i created this on my own and at the end of the day, if AI does that, if an AI is able to do that, like gets the right to do that, you know, who at the end of the day rips the gain of the AI? At the end of the day, it's still tied to a human being, right? You see, like it's still tied to a human being. At the end of the day, it's still tied to a human being. So I think um, that's what we'll have to settle with for now until we're able to sort out that issue. Now, finally, finally, yes, finally, Saudi Aramco has displaced Microsoft to become the second largest company in the world with a market value of $2.11 trillion. The only company they are yet to take off is Apple. Yep, that's it. Only Apple. According to what I hear, in March 2023, the Saudi Aramco posted a net profit of $161.1 billion. That's the highest profit ever declared by an oil firm anywhere in the world. And according to these profits, they outprofited Apple, Microsoft, and, you know, any other two, three companies coming, you know, just by their side. So I say big ups to them. I hope that we can all keep making the world a better place and not just making the money and feeling that yes let's just keep getting you know the heights we're supposed to get to so i'll return in a few minutes and we're going to be talking blockchain the state of blockchain adoption on the continent and i have a rep yes a rep from the africa blockchain institute which worked on a report don't miss this for anything go back to our catch-up segment on our website and wherever you get your content from wherever you listen to your podcast from and listen to it and let's make this work thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com